Warning, the making of this episode made me want to buy a bottle of brown liquor and smoke a pack of cigarettes, but I don't recommend doing either one, so consume this media content at your own risk. Thank you. So is it the habit that we're trying to break? Is it the impulses we're trying to control? It's the How habit. that work? It's, I see. Okay. It's the repetition. So like, you know, in hypnosis, like any learned response, anything mm-hmm. that you've done, it, it's done more than one time. Mm-hmm. So even with hypnosis, the more times that we are reinforcing that you are a non-smoker, then that's what's going to be because okay. through that repetition, mm-hmm. that those are the ways that we change. Here's the show for me and you, the one you love to listen to. And oh, you got your friends, see it through. Seek's laughter is medicine, too. Hey, I'm Angela Edge, and this is The Edge Show. I'm Wendy Love Edge, and the opinions expressed by our guest may not be those of Edge Productions. This is Season 7, Episode 13, Let's Quit Smoking. What's up, Angela? Already quit smoking. (laughs) You did! I know, I'm so proud of you, because how long has it been now? Um... It was a year at the end of April. Okay. 2022. Right. So it's about a a year and a half, maybe. Mm. I suppose. (laughs) I haven't really been keeping that much track of it because it's just, I don't think about it much now. Uh That's good. Yeah. I think that's really good. Um, I started smoking Marlboro Reds when I was 12. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? 12 years old. Was it the Marvel commercials that did it for you? (laughs) A handsome man on a horse? No. No. Um, I don't really know what attracted me to it, except that a lot of my friends were smoking. You know, it was a peer thing. Mm -hmm. And at that time, a pack of cigarettes was like 63 cents or something. Oh, yeah. That's cheaper than even when I was growing up. Yeah, and I, the the bus stop was right near a little convenience store. And at that time, they didn't, you know, there was no law about children buying cigarettes, you know. Wow. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Like, I purposely did not start until I turned 18. I was like, oh, it's legal now. And oh, you're such a rule follower. That's funny. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, no, I, I smoked a couple of times, like, uh-huh. with some friends. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go out and buy it until right. I knew it was legal. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I thought it was cool or it looked cool or something. Um, mm-hmm. And other, you know, friends were doing it. And so I would just smoke at the bus stop before like junior high or something and uh yeah and and I smoked on and off through my life I would I was never a heavy smoker you know I wasn't like a pack a day smoker or anything like that um and I went through long periods of not smoking and I never would smoke in front of my parents I couldn't get myself to do it yeah you just seemed like you were able to put it down 
pretty easily. It was really difficult for me. Right. And when I first quit, I went through some major depression. Yeah. Even though I was using um, nicotine patches. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, I don't think it was the lack of nicotine. It was, it, it felt like loss. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It felt like a loss because it was, well. It was a crutch. It was, it was a way to socialize. It got me out of the house because I would never smoke inside. And right. so I would, I would like work in the yard all day and smoke. And it was just part of my routine. Right. Um, yeah, like even talking about it now, I I'm feeling that right now. I normally well, don't think about it, but now right. that we're talking about it, we should probably put a trigger warning on this episode. <laughs> right, that's true. Well, I always remember. So there are things about smoking that I miss, and there was this scene in Frasier. You know how I love Frasier, mm-hmm. um, where uh, Frasier's agent has to quit smoking because somebody she's marrying requires it of her that she doesn't smoke anymore. And when she describes why she loves it so much, like she's like, I love the way a fresh pack feels in my hand. I love tapping out that first cigarette. Yeah, we're that, definitely gonna have to put a trigger warning. In this <laughs> that episode. first flame when you when you light it, and that first puff when you fill your lungs, you know. And so as she was doing that, I was like craving a cigarette, even though I'll never smoke again. I know I yeah, won't. But that's how addictive nicotine is, though. Mm-hmm. And all those things she mentioned are things that I loved about it. And too. you associate all of that with right. nicotine, right? Right. Because I've tried to smoke him since i quit and Mm -hmm. it's just not the same not the same it does not do anything for me and so i just prefer not to even try to smoke him it just it it doesn't do it for me at all it it, you didn't find any benefits from it no no like if 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 it's not going to be nicotine i might as well just not smoke anything oh i see (laughs) yeah well i was gonna say so the, the fact is that um the cigarettes seem to be more potent and the health risks are much higher than they used to be. Mm -hmm. And smoking cigarettes affects every system in the body in a negative way. Um, So, you know, uh, uh, my, my guests today, we're going to be talking about hypnosis and how that can help you quit smoking. Um, But I want to mention here, like I mentioned later in the show with my guest Uh, The new generation, you know, kind of is touting that they're smoking less, right? They're not smoking cigarettes, Mm -hmm. but, but they are smoking vapes. And, and I think maybe it's worse, you know, I think that many years down the line, we're going to realize how awful vaping is for our bodies. I mean, you're inhaling a mist that what propylene glycol in many instances, like, right. What is that doing to your body also? So yeah, for sure. I think a lot of stuff's going to pop up and from all this vaping usage. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I think uh, it already is starting. Um, but yeah, you know, really, uh, you, it has to, if you're a smoker, it has to be something that you want to do for yourself and to, to quit. And there's so many reasons to quit, you know, more women are smoking now than ever. Uh, oh, really? and, you know, the effects of that on the body, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is the older generations at least smoking the cigarettes. Um, and they say it's generational. Like if if your if your parents smoked or siblings, like you're more likely to smoke. Um, yeah, but no one in my family smokes, so I don't I don't know what was up with me. But I also recently cut down on my alcohol consumption, and mm-hmm. it just feels like, what do you have? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what's your go to for when you want to treat yourself or. Like, I don't well, really smoke cannabis, like, and I, I just end up eating all this sugar now. Right. And, but that doesn't even do it for me. Like, it, mm-hmm. I, maybe some people just have more of an addictive personality than others. I think, I think that's true. I think some people can easily get addicted to things, whether it's food, sugar, cigarettes, alcohol, whatever it is, right? Right. So we need to find a different association for good things in our life that happen throughout the day besides these addictive behaviors like smoking and alcohol and stuff like right. that. I think you're right. And I think we can learn more from our guest coming up next, Sheila Berger. Joining me now is a certified consulting hypnotist and licensed massage therapist. She is also the founder of 321 Hypnosis and Massage Center. Welcome to the Ed Show, Sheila Berger. Thank you, Wendy. Thanks for yes. having me. Yes. So so good to see you here. Um, you. So we've been Angel and I have been chatting about smoking and smoking cessation, and I know that that's one of your specialties as a hypnotist. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it. Yes. Um, I I also wanted to mention I. Uh, where I work, the social worker was telling me she's kind of in the younger generation, like early 20 something. And she said her generation is not really smoking very much anymore. But then when I pressed her a little bit, she did admit that they were vaping tobacco or nicotine. So I don't know. Is that any better? Do you think people are smoking less? Is it is it any better to vape? Like, what what are your thoughts? Well, with regards to vaping, you know, it's liquid and it's actually more addictive and not good for your lungs at all mm-hmm. completely. So uh, I think the thing with vaping is that people can get away with it uh-huh. a little bit better uh-huh. because you don't have to go outside and smoke. You can be inside and it won't have, you know, that smoke, you know, that right. smell to it. Right. So I think it's I think the reason why a part of it is um, popular is because it's masked, you know, it's, oh, I see. it's yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, but then I've had other people who say that they went to vaping and then they went back to smoking regular cigarettes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. so if they're vaping, it really hasn't gotten that much better. But I, I was hopeful when she we started the conversation. Um, so um, what is hypnotherapy or hypnotism and how does it how does it work for someone who really wants to try to quit smoking? Sure. Hypnosis itself is a focused awareness. So if let's say. Uh, you were to focus on a flame of a candle. So, you know, you're focusing in on that flame. That is a focused awareness. Even as we're focused in on TV or 
you know, even our show, right? We're focused in on this. We're focusing in on it. And if we're eating or whatever and doing something while we're doing, we're mindlessly doing it. Mm. So that's when, you know, the subconscious doesn't understand that all of a sudden we're just focused on one thing. And then we just go, you know, it's kind of like a mother with a baby, right? It's like you immediately wake up, you know, in the middle of the night, knowing that this baby is crying, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like your ears are always on. So even though you're focused on the TV and somebody's talking to you and you just all of a sudden go, huh? You still, you still were processing what they were saying. It's just, you are sub- subconsciously processing it. Okay. Not aware. It's called okay. focus, um, focusing on my voice, but sometimes you can drift off and that's mm-hmm. how hypnosis works. Cause sometimes you focus in on my words and sometimes the mind goes in and out of that alpha and theta trance into our brain waves oh i see so the brain waves have to do with it also oh yeah yep yep definitely so alpha even in the light alpha trance you can make the changes so especially like you know think about when we go to bed the moment we close our eyes that's alpha no matter what like we're in this not go 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 mood now now we're like okay our body now knows that it's time to rest so the moment you close your eyes it's like and then you become in that restful state then Mm -hmm. that's alpha and then after that then there's a theta and then of course delta is sleep that is not hypnosis okay so when you're in that alpha state is that a prime state to uh make changes you can make the changes because even if you're listening to my voice, mm-hmm. the brain waves are in alpha. So then therefore you can make those changes. I we are see, now, we are now removing the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper that, you know, goes. So it's like, mm, okay, so am I going to pay attention or not? And then the gatekeeper goes down and then it goes into the subconscious. Oh, I see. Yeah. So is it the habit that we're trying to break? Is it the impulses we're trying to control? It's the habit. that work? I see. Okay. It's the repetition. So like, you know, in hypnosis, like any learned response, anything Mm -hmm. that you've done it, it's done more than one time. Mm -hmm. So even with hypnosis, the more times that we are reinforcing that you are a non-smoker, then that's what's going to be because through that repetition Mm -hmm. that those are the ways that we change is through the repetition and so if i'm stating nonstop that you are a non-smoker you are a non-smoker you are a Mm non-smoker it's not because i have a speech impediment or anything of that (laughs) nature it's just because the mind and the brain likes repetition so that's Um. why we see all those commercials right the same commercial right i can understand that it so i I stopped smoking finally i mean i kind of went in and out of it through my through my life like i said uh but i stopped smoking finally when i also reduced all the pharmaceuticals and i told myself over and over that i was no longer going to smoke and never did so mm-hmm. maybe just intuitively, I thought, if I keep telling myself I am never going to smoke again, then I'm never going to smoke again. Exactly. You did, what you did is self-hypnosis. Mm. People can do self-hypnosis all the time. Like I said, right before bedtime, 
that's mm-hmm. your alpha state. Nice. Or if you're if you're reading or watching the TV, you can then like if all of a sudden you start to wake up a little bit, you can start to say, okay, I am a non-smoker because you are already in that alpha trance. Mm-hmm. So even right before bed, like I said, you close your eyes, then you're already starting to become into that alpha state. And it's good to visualize yourself as a non-smoker and state those affirmations at the same time because what comes in first the first thing is what we picture sometimes Mm -hmm. a lot of oftentimes it's what we picture that gets us into trouble right it's like that stinking thinking you know whatever we tell ourselves whatever we picture then persists you know if we think that tomorrow the day is going to go great then and we imagine exactly what our day is going to be like then that's leading us into the law of attraction. But if we say, oh, tomorrow it's going to rain, and then it's going to be like, you know, all this other stuff that's Mm -hmm. potentially could go wrong, then that's what we're searching for, you know? So it's, it's just a matter of even going on the computer and looking up every day what Mm -hmm. smoking does to you is a form of hypnosis. Oh, I know this firsthand because I quit 21 years ago. I went on the computer looking at the website to stop smoking. Mm -hmm. And I read everything that's in that cigarette. And it was like, okay, no way. No way do I want any of that into my body. Nice. That's great advice for people to kind of get started. So, What if a person, you know, thinks they want to quit smoking, maybe their partner really wants them to quit smoking, and so they're kind of like, okay, I'll do it, but they don't really want to do it. (laughs) Can hypnosis work in that instance, or do they have to really want it? They have to really want. They have to be really prepared and ready. I mean, yeah, is it possible for someone to quit, you know, and on the fence? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But I feel like there is also this readiness and you have to do it for yourself Mm -hmm. to do it for someone else. Like, why would it stick if that person left you? Why would it stick? Right. Mm -hmm. So then you have to do it for you for all the reasons that you want to do it for you. Uh, I wanted to do it because, you know, uh, cancer runs in my family. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to stop because it had to do with me, my sense of well-being uh, right. that made me want to stop. So right. we all have to do it for various reasons. And mm-hmm. is it good to do it because our children want us around? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, you know, I like to see a list of reasons why you want to stop. I yes. Typically, I like to see at least five reasons why you want to stop. Mm-hmm. And you... I feel like you you should be number one, number one on your list as the reason why you want to stop. True words have never been spoken. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so how can people get in touch with you, and um, what should someone do in preparation f- to get started? Well, <laughs> so to get started, um, I would either. Now, depending on whether what kind of car you have, so I would put your cigarettes in the trunk. So mm-hmm. that way, if you had to um, 
if you wanted, hopefully you don't, but hopefully if you wanted to smoke, then you got to stop your car and then take cigarettes out of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Great put advice. A also. Put a, yeah. Put a photo in the pack of cigarettes, the people that you love, your dog, your cat, whoever yourself, this is what's going to motivate you. So you can stop, you know, changing up the routine or um, making it harder for yourself. The reason why it's hard, like if you changed um, brands, for example, it's supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be. So that way you can finally let go of it mm -hmm. and move on. Nice. And it's important to let go and move on from this because you are worth way more than a piece of nicotine that has tons of pesticides in it. And who knows what kind of bird is crapping all over the tobacco product. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. That's true. Uh, it's going to on thick, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway. But anyway, so, and someone can contact me uh, at 321hypnosis.com. Um, they can also call me at 508-868-9015. I also do like Zoom and I can do in-person as well. I do them in Webster, Massachusetts now. So, and um, that's where they can contact me. Wonderful. So, yeah, it's great that you can do it online from anywhere and uh and uh I love your whole vibe about it and we definitely need to do these things for ourselves, for our own health. So, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for cannabisexpertmd.com with a cannabis pairing for the Edge show. This week, we're doing a game pairing. This was suggested by Mr. Producer uh, Sam Nickel here. We're pairing cannabis with the Boulder's Gate uh, computer game. This is a video game based on the Dungeons & Dragons Forgotten Realms campaign. Uh, it Dungeons & Dragons, if you're not familiar with it, it is the original and very best uh, fantasy role-playing game made. Yeah, in, in Boulder's Gate, it's the second edition that you play. Uh, well, the very first one was released in 1974. Gary Gyax was the inventor of that. Uh, they did have subsequent editions, and I think, Sam, when I was a Dungeon Master Brian in the old days for you and your sister, yes, I am that nerdy, uh, we always played second edition Advanced Dungeon & Dragons rules, and uh, I always thought those were the best. I think so, too. Yeah, that's one of the best things about the game is it uses the best rule set as well. Now, Boulder's Gate... It takes the position of Dungeon Master, and you're essentially a referee, you run the game. It takes away from a person having to do it, and gives it the computer, and that allows Sam and I both to play as players. A really nice change for us, Sam. For this, I was looking for a strain of cannabis that really brings you into the fancy, a fantasy, gets you totally involved in the great story and adventure that uh, Boulder's Gate really does provide. I selected, based on the cannabinoid terpene profiles available to me, Natural State Medicinal's Grape Diamonds. Now, Grape Diamonds, it's moderately potent, about 16.8%. Uh, a little bit of how much CBD, Mr. Producer? Trace. Yes, you are correct again, sir. Terpenes that we always look to to flush out the headspace canvas is going to produce. It's potent at 2.32% total terpenes. Heavily, heavily myrcene dominant at 1.36%. Next up is beta curiophylline at 0.46. Humulene and limulene, they're tied at right about 0.15%. Uh, linalool is up next at 
0.08%, uh, a little bit of pinene at 0.06%, and there's a little bit of trace of terpinolene and caryophyllene oxide that probably are so low they're not going to have much of an effect on the mix. Now the myrcene, it's going to be a quick onset of the cerebral effects when combined with the THC. The beta-ferric caryophyllene is going to provide some relaxation and chill. The limonene is going to give you a bit of a mood lift. The, re the remaining terpenes are going to come into a play just a little bit with the limonene combining with terpinolene, myrcene, and beta-caryophyllene to give a very, very kind of a chill state. You should be able to have no problem uh, sitting still for the many hours you're going to probably invest in playing the game. The limonene and pinene, they might give you a little bit of focus. The touch of hemulene, if it has any effect, it might keep you a little bit out of the chips. So Grape Diamonds, give it a try with the Baldur's Gate version of Dungeons & Dragons. It should be just a ticket to draw you into a world that exists only in your own imagination. For more information on all things medical cannabis, be sure to check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Relevant, under Cannabis Expert MD. And we're back. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you like and comment and subscribe. So it's great that Cannabis Expert MD paired cannabis with a game this week. Um, gaming could be another addiction, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. How about that? That's not... Gaming has never been really something that I majorly got into mm -hmm. until a couple of years ago. I tried um, Final Fantasy on my phone and mm -hmm. realized, wow, this can really take a hold of you. Right. Yeah. You you feel like you have to check in, like you you owe mm -hmm. it to your fellow game mates to to like help them win the game. So. Right you're kind of held accountable to show up for them oh and yeah yeah i think it can be really addictive i think possibly it could be but cannabis is a great exit drug from nicotine i know you said you weren't really a fan of using hemp and i know you're not a, a big cannabis user either but for some people it could help and and mm. be an exit drug from nicotine um, i think sheila gave some really good tips and ideas um and, you know, it is hard. When I was describing earlier that scene from Frasier, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I I don't feel like I have a really addictive personality. Yeah. But there is some elements of it. And that's why when she was describing that, it, it was so attractive to me and reminded me what I loved about, right. about smoking. But it's I still easy. think the, the risks really outweigh the, any kind of benefit if there is even right. any <laughs> you do you know? feel like you associate smoking with some memories or oh or hmm. certain things that you know in the past that are kind mm -hmm. of feel good memories or whatever i do have some good memories um of it uh but i think um when sheila and i talked about how so I quit smoking for the final time when I reduced all the pharmaceuticals and came off of the opiates and all that. Mm -hmm. And I told myself over and over that I would never smoke again. And that's one right. of the keys. Like I do have some good memories I can associate, but I just try to not think about that too like, much. I'm and, not a smoker. Right. <laughs> I'm not a smoker. Yeah, that was fun that time and we were smoking it up, yeah. but... I'm not a smoker anymore. You have to own it. 
Yes. Yes. And I think that's kind of what you did. You made a decision and you've stuck with it. And uh, and it's not easy, but especially yeah. like you especially mentioned how much you, you love it. Mm -hmm. To meet up with friends and some people have social uh, anxiety like me and mm -hmm. it it becomes a crutch. Right. In many cases. So. Right. So hopefully um, people listening and watching, if you're thinking about stopping the tobacco, the nicotine, you got some good tips and ideas and yeah. you definitely have the support of the edges if you you're going to do you, it. You don't want to be like me in 44 and have a hard time breathing every day. It's just, right. let's not do that. Let's right. not continue that. So. Yes, I agree. Wish luck. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. The Ed Show is sponsored in part by... Taproot Treasures, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wellness, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending, 